0: Anyway, I had to go to County up 30 days, and I got out, and my friends, like any good military friend should do, um, said, you want to, like, pay rent or get food? No, let's throw a party and invite whores and, and have a gangbang.
1: Hey, welcome back, Four for the Road, everybody. I'm your host, Punk Rock. We got Tragic Andar with us today, and uh, we're going to kind of switch it up. Um, typically, we just kind of roll with whatever topic we want to discuss, and we turned it over to you guys this time. And... Uh, Andor did us the liberty of gathering this information. So, where are we uh, where are we starting at today, Andar?
0: Well, first, uh, how about that four hours of civil war we had yesterday? huh? That's fucking right?
1: it's the magic hat that lets you meet Trump and Reagan
2: at the same day, man. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That, <laughs> pretty uh, that, one, that one was dark. I sent it to my wife, and she's like, I don't get it. I was like, Cause that's, she died. And she was like, oh, <laughs> <too> <laughs> Reagan's
0: soon. dead too. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Ugh. I don't I don't care I don't care what you what you believe in or, or what you're passionate about, the memes are fucking phenomenal. Oh. And if somebody thinks that makes me juvenile on current events, that I don't want to be right, okay? <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. I, you know, for a long time I was missing the Biden leaving the White House memes. Those were amazing. Uh, these have definitely topped those.
0: I saw one today that was pretty good. It said, thank God there's only 13 days until Biden takes over and only 20 days until Harris is president. I that, <laughs> that was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much gold. Um, and for people like us who are obviously uh, not very reverent for pretty much anything, it's been fucking – I've almost been overdosing on memes. Like I know that I have friends stop replying like before they were like laughing at the <laughs> other one. And then, like after now, ten of them. They're like, "All right, man, stop."
0: Oh yeah, dude, I got like one for like a liberal friend that I'll send and be like, "Oh yeah, that one's hilarious." We orange man bad, and then and then I hit him with another one and I'm like, "Wait a minute, you're an <laughs> ass." I
1: was
0: like, "You can all get, you can all get memes, all right? You can all get it." Yeah, but no, that shit was uh,
1: everybody.
0: That shit was wild. I'd say what the only thing I'm disappointed with is I didn't get as many like tactical, like, shithead memes as I was hoping for, like, especially dude, anytime fucking r- white folk get together like that, you know there's gonna be, like, some Molly gear all kinds of fucked up, some, some high-speed shit <laughs> dude using a leg holster to cross his chest or something like that. Like I love those are the best part of anything. And and they kind of let me down so far. So if somebody has some good ones, dude, send them my way.
1: Yeah. Well, tragic, Give me, uh... did you send him the video that, that retired Marine screaming at the cop.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was gold. For those of you that haven't seen it, it's this guy It's this old retired Marine. in it's in like layer five of the, of the seven layer suit. And he's got his fucking, like, I'm a retired Marine Velcro patch on his shoulder. Screaming. At these fucking cops saying, "If we
0: decide to fucking go, you're fucked." <laughs> Dude, and I love it because like, there's no difference between that fucking retard and like the chick that they had. There, you know that hilarious video of like the, the fat like blue haired chick like screaming at, at the people. Yes. It's like you're the same. And the irony is, and the fact that the irony on that is lost on them makes it just that much more hilarious for people like us. They're like, y'all are both fucking stupid." Oh
2: yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, see, you got you also got the third one. Where people are just like I'm so ashamed to be American right now. It's just
0: what? like and that's crazy yeah. to me because this country is still fucking phenomenal. Like yeah. if you're looking for problems, you're gonna find them. But if you're looking to just fucking enjoy your life, you're gonna enjoy your fucking life. And what some dipshit's doing or some this or that, depending on whatever side you take, isn't gonna fucking dictate that. And if it does, I feel bad for you, bro. I really do. Yeah. Like, if you're that passionate that you want to that you feel that your voting rights are violated, that the election was was, ri- you know, like that's very that's the very fabric of our constitution. And if you feel that, I want you to go buck wild. I want you to just go wild and do whatever you feel anger, it's, violence, whatever. Storm the Capitol but, building. Fuck it. What, right. except the fact that I'm gonna make fun of you. You're probably gonna get arrested, and like homegirl, you're gonna get shot. And it's the same thing if you if you feel that somebody is judging you because of the color of your skin and, and taking away your very freedoms, I want you to also be as violent as you feel necessary to correct that wrong. And then also accept the consequences of doing that. Like I support whatever you're passionate about but accept the responsibility that comes along with your passion, dude. We're bikers, dude. We put on colors. We ride in packs. We're, you know, we don't know what the dude in front of us might do. Sometimes we get harassed by cops. You know, some of us are, are fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like we every day are a a culture that has to. If you want to be like good in this life, you got to accept personal responsibility for what you choose to do. Getting on that bike riding that bike like a moron, if you choose to do that, the patch you put on your back, the, if you're, you know, obviously if you're not married like us, the skanky strippers, you decide to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> you accept all of that.
2: Yeah. I think it was you that I was telling earlier. I was like, cause you know, I, you know, Both sides I'm not interested in and I was like, both sides tears are delicious to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's nothing better for me when people's like ideals are shattered and they sit there and cry on TV. You know, because it's just like that lady fucking life's not fair fucking, you know, just because you're super passionate about it. Doesn't mean everybody else has to be on your fucking side, and dude. If, that lady
0: that was crying about the the Capitol Police, that like maced her or whatever, like you oh, know that was the oh. same girl on Facebook. Like, why don't these rioters just go home? They wouldn't get gassed. And then she got maced. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Your is, this convictions. This is probably my match. F- your or your actions need to match your convictions. I mean so, my, you know. this is definitely my favorite that's come out of this so far. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one had me dying dude
0: right she's like i was i was trying to get into the capital and they maced me i don't get it
2: <laughs> fucking, dude i was like i was cackling
1: when i when i when i saw that it was fucking yeah. amazing dude,
0: i'll tell you what though like like you know for me being in wisconsin right like so we had like kenosha and kenosha they fucked that city up and and you know i get it like you know, the whole retraining of police and stuff like that, because, you know, they got homeboy like seven times in the back, but he brought a knife to a gunfight. Whatever. Personal accountability. He brought a knife <laughs> to a gunfight. Didn't need to get shot seven times. I don't you know, that's definitely a debate for way more educated people than myself, because what are you going to do in that situation? Right. But that's what you're upset about. That's why you burned the town down. OK, got it. How about that fucking cop in the Capitol though, right? Like we're all like a cab and all that. I got gotcha. you. But homeboy capped that chick one time and then like everybody started rendering aid. One shot. He wasn't like emptying a whole mag. Like you see like, you know, these city cops, you know, that dude has some training, but you got these city cops. They've never been in a fight before. They panic and empty a whole mag. That dude was one shot render aid. Like God, that was fucking surgical.
2: Yeah, I had two theories on it. One it was a accidental discharge because it was just one shot. And the other other was this is a cop who's sitting there, you know, thinking like I've been waiting for this day my whole (laughs) life.
0: And you know what? You know, I we might get some flack on this one, and I really don't care because again, we're not there's no position here. I'm I'm literally like all of you can get it, no matter what your convictions are. And that lady died on a Trump flag. Like the irony in that bro like you went down like <laughs> yeah. that's like, what they used to carry you down the stairs on was that you see like fell backwards under this flag and that's what they used to carry down and somebody like well that's wrong to make fun of somebody that died yeah well personal accountability
1: i mean yeah. we you know what i mean yeah yeah to an extent we do but you know how many fucking michael jackson jokes were you getting fucking thrown around and people were
2: eating that shit up yeah, yeah. You know, I, don't hold I don't have any reverence. The the more tasteless, the funnier it is for me. So. And that's
0: what I'm like, like exactly. I think you guys are spot on, especially like Punk Rock said, like when when something's funny, like a Michael Jackson joke, or you know whoever prints when he died, or something shit like that. Like then a dark is good, but if it's something that you care about, if somebody makes a dark joke, something you want to act like that's the line. Fuck out, get out of here with yeah. that.
1: Yeah, well, I, mean, as, like, I was, was kind of nervous about that uh, that because he he was saying, he was like, yeah, man, I need some army ones so I can send him my homeboy, so I fucking send him that this is the magic hat, that, or what was it, it was like on my way to meet Pat
2: Tillman or some shit like that. Yeah.
0: That's
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, like example, like when Kobe died, it wasn't even, like, the news was out, like, I think it was a half hour, and somebody sent me a Grim Reaper throwing a helicopter for a fucking, you know, a three-pointer <laughs> at a mountain, I was like, god damn. Like, <laughs> like, like, I know. remember that. It, and, you know, it, it was it funny? Yeah. It was it tasteless? Sure. I'm a fucking biker. I don't give a fuck. But it was still funny. Yeah. Dude, literally.
0: And that's what I think, like, you know, maybe we're a different sort of person. I think especially us at, at the page and stuff like that, we're kind of more like we're more critical thinking. We're critical thinkers. So like we try to look at, at you know, everybody's opinion. So it's not that I just trash everybody because I don't care. It's like, you know, I want to look at everything and then make my own decisions. And we don't kind of necessarily get influenced. But I think that's also... A biker thing. And, you know, just some examples, like not to get overly serious, but, you know, like the motorf- motorcycle profiling project, they had that video with the cop on tape talking about, dude, I bet we can get this guy to do something stupid so we can smoke him or tase him. Or, you know, there's been different things. Like, one was they're going to tase him when they want to smoke him or something like that. You know, it's like maybe that's why we're not not immune to it, but we, we're less like, you know, we're not going to cry tears for you because we're like, dude, we accept what can happen to us? And, and that's life. Like tragic said, shit's not fair.
2: Yeah. Like for me, like, you know, a uh, background of what I've done in my living, you know, of working, you know, the, the medical stuff and emergency stuff, you get a darker sense of humor because you deal with serious shit. Same thing with a lot of guys that are in the bike clubs. You know, they were, you know, most, a lot of vets, you know, obviously a lot of vets have a real dark sense of humor, you know, to deal with shit. It's humor. It's fucking, that's just how you deal with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, I don't Like I said, I I don't have a stance like I think that there's change that needs to happen on fucking every side. And if you're passionate about something, dude, I totally support you in doing whatever you feel you need to do for that. But you got to accept the con, the pros and the cons that come with
2: that. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't really respect it if you're the extent of uh, you're passionate. You know, this is your cause and all it is is a Facebook post. You know, ranting and raving like if that's all you do, like I'm like, eh, okay, your convictions don't match it, so I'm not. going oh, really yeah, if you, I'm I don't gonna you and make fun of you,
0: dude. I don't care if you're a, a orange man bad, if you're a pro Trump or whatever, dude. If your whole like, if your whole stance of like getting involved in something is like making memes about liberals, but you didn't even go vote. Like or you or you didn't go down to DC yourself to help your boy stay in office. I'm like, well, where's your convictions at, bro? Stop making these stupid posts. Yeah. Can li- just start posting memes like the rest of us. All right, don't. There <laughs> like, was that one. There was that one with the uh, your fat old beast uncle in the John Wick suit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it it's time good. for men
0: to do bad things or whatever it said, and it's like some fat old beast dude in a John Wick suit. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. All right. All right, so what, uh, we, we, we got some them. questions, right, from uh, – you put it on the Instagram page to uh, yeah. ask people, which I don't think – how many people follow our Instagram page?
0: Uh, we're at almost 1,700. Uh, dude, Instagram is hard to grow, and, and here's my theory, like, on that. Because, you know, some of us have jobs, you know, like Tragic where we could get, you know, fired or shit like that, or some of us just because we don't want people to think that we're trying to ride a patch or, or in, you know, in some other cases get a patch and stuff like that because of the page – I feel like you know we stay more low key, low profile. Um, whereas if we I think we could grow the following if we were more out there, more engaged, like like in our personal shit. But then, you know, what's you know, you look at and just as an example, because I love what he does, you look at like, you know, Chase Chase, because we've had him on the on the podcast. Dude's building bikes and posting pictures and videos of it. He's got an awesome shop. He's posting videos and pictures of it. He's doing these runs, posting videos. Of it. It's good shit. Like, and that's how you engage people. People want to go and hang out with him. And I get that. You can't do that at the Mongol Clubhouse. You can't I mean, you could take certain approved pictures, yeah. you know, right? But if you were to post them, all you know, all of them on the page, somebody's gonna be like, wait a minute. Is he just a mongo for this for this notoriety on the page? Or, hey, man, I didn't really want my face in that picture you just posted. So it, it, the content that we're creating, to me, is makes that harder.
2: Yeah, because you can write about topics, but you might not necessarily be able to sit there and post pictures about it. You know what I mean? Other than, like, you know, posting, you know, photos of chicks like we do on their page. You know, that's only going to go so far. Um, unless we had guys going to, you know, like, you know, uh, chopper fest or you know going to sturgis and taking pictures and posting it from there you know that perspective but you can only do that so much and you couldn't do that any of that shit this year for shit
0: yeah exactly and i think maybe that's something to look into going forward too um you know if you can like you know non-face live audio or something like that you know while you're doing these events or something like that you know camera obviously facing away or something like that whatever whatever people are comfortable with i think would be good but you know, you look at somebody like like Ken, too, who's who's looking at, you know, what's my next move going to be or what's, what's my home going to be? So, you know, he puts out something with his face on it or whatever. Or, you know, he's at a party and people are like, yeah, man, take a picture for the page or something like that. And then the next club that he's with is like, yeah, we don't like that. Yeah. Is that a, like an extreme situation? Probably. But in this world, you never know what can happen. You never know who's going to have an issue with it.
2: Yeah. Maybe we should uh, post submissions like that we do occasional uh, guest articles. If you want us to share your uh... – Crazy bike weekend you had, and we'll face you know, post a picture, but yeah, it's harder to do, you know. And yeah. Instagram is not for people who read, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. it's it's really, I mean, I think that's why we don't have like a super high follower count on Instagram is because yeah. a lot of times, uh, you know, Dave does this a service of posting the articles that were posted on Facebook on the Instagram page, and people are just like, Man, nah, too long, didn't read, yeah, or and it's like. If it's not like three lines, people quit reading.
2: Yeah.
0: Do the memes do well though?
1: Fuck yeah, dude! Because you're like our meme god. Well, if
0: we could get, maybe you know, we could reach out to um, homeboy in the video. I I won't. I mean, everybody pretty much knows who it was in that video. But maybe he could make some more with the Iron Order for us, so we can all (laughs) we we can all take advantage of that.
2: Yeah, I come across a lot of funny memes, but now people have gotten savvy and they watermark them all. And I'm like, I don't want to give credit to someone else. I want to take that credit, even though it's not mine. So I don't want to post. Maybe, it. maybe we, like, can we get like a contract with them
0: for like, you know, like like recording artists, like three Iron Order videos where you make fun of them, where you clown exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> and will <then laughs> Exclusive like,
1: right? be like, and and for more, follow forward with the Roll <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> like, yeah. look like at that. Like, in the end of
0: that one where he's like, bunch of bitches. Instead, it'll be a four for the road promo. Yeah.
2: Well, the problem is, like, with that video, dude, uh, Dude, it, uh, YouTube took it down like a million times. Facebook took it down a million times. Like, that thing kept getting deleted. So that would be the only downside is having to constantly repost it or get fucking shadow banned.
1: Yeah. Well, it'll live forever on my Instagram.
2: Oh, yeah. I saved that thing immediately the first time it aired. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I had to hit him up for it because we were because we were talking we that one day. And so I was like, fuck it, that's a good idea, you know, fucking so I hit him up, I was like, bro, do you still have this? He's like, Yeah, man, here you go. Can you put it on the page for me? Was, yes, I will.
2: <laughs> <laughs> best best biker video of pretty much all time.
1: Yeah. Hey, what uh, what
0: number episode is this? Are we on fifty yet or are we getting close, right?
1: Um I think I think this is like forty seven. Forty seven. Yeah. We should
0: have like a, a we should do like a big time guest for like fifty. Uh oh
2: this is forty eight. Yeah, we so we got be- two two more to go. No, dude, one more to go fifty. For like
0: fifty, like we should definitely like see if we can get like a, somebody that's like recognizable. Um dude, even if we got um uh tragic's uh what, um Frankie from uh Los Angeles Steptones.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's been available. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just did a podcast uh, with uh, um, some other brothers that did a podcast not too long ago. That's happened so a few times. Where you guys like, hey, we, can you get yeah. this guy on? And I'm like, yeah. And then they say yes. And then we never do it. And then all of a sudden they're on somebody else's podcast. I'm like, fuck, now we got sloppy seconds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude,
0: so you guys are both um, California boys. So one of the questions that we got was, you know, Calif- How come California doesn't have large, huge rallies like you see, like kind of in the East Coast or you know out west? Uh, I guess you guys are out west, but you know I guess we'll call it like the Midwest. So obviously Sturgis, Daytona, you know out east you have Laconia and stuff like that. Texas has the Rot Rally. How come you know California, like as big as motorcycling is in the state, doesn't have outside of the state doesn't have this huge notoriety for for biker events? There's some yeah. very cool like local shows that I hope you know tragic will talk about.
2: Yeah, so you know what I was thinking about it when we were talking about the question? I think it's also because there's a little bit of a different culture out here. Um, I don't know how it is, you know, for the other events like Sturgis and, you know, Daytona and stuff, but out here in California, it's very no colors allowed, kind of most events, you know, it's real frowned upon. Um, and if you, most clubs, if no colors are allowed, won't go. Um, and also I think, you know, just in general, it's just kind of a different speed out here. Like the attention span out here is like, I'll go to do something for a day. So there are events out here, you know, there is like a born free. They do a, a weekend where it's like a full on camp out. Uh, But that's like more, you know, custom chopper stuff. And, you know, and it's pretty cool. Um, So uh, you will
1: get laughed out of that park if you show up on a bagger.
2: So, so that's a question
0: for you too. like, so, you know, for me kind of living more Midwest East coast, I've seen Sturgis, I've seen Daytona, you know, I I haven't been to the route rally and stuff like that. Obviously we know about Laconia, like one of the oldest it's like the first major motorcycle rally and stuff like that and it's obviously huge um the east coast has like all these big name things um uh, you know those are kind of like and again, I've had a good time there. I know people talk shit about them, but like I think depending on the scene you're looking for, you're gonna find it wherever you go. But those are like those mainstream, like you know, mom and pop, the lawyer's gonna be there, the doctor on his on his on his bagger is gonna be there, and stuff like that. You know, that kind of stereotype. For, I feel like for you California guys, like you know, Born Free, um, the Dave Man Chopper Fest, you know, the El Diablo runs and stuff like that, you guys have more of that. I don't. I don't want to call it like anti-establishment because I feel like then some hipster's head is just gonna get fucking ginormous. You know, like some of those chopper guys are straight fucking. They're just douchebags.
2: But, yeah, they're <laughs> buying all the shovel heads. God damn it.
0: But but some of those events are actually really cool. Like I know they get kind of snooty. You know, some of them can be like fucking snooty. Like like Punk Rock said, if they see you if they see you on anything other than a chopper, you're like no good to them. And you're just like, bro, I just like your bike, but. To me, like, that stuff's kind of very I don't indie if that's the right word, but it's just, it's really cool. And we don't really like that's a California thing.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. you know, like for instance, David Mann the Chopper Fest, which is it's in my neck of the woods when they host it. Um, you know, it's another event that is a is a no colors event, uh, you know, so you have to leave all that stuff behind, you which know. Which is but, crazy because
0: it's Dave Mann.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, because there was Once upon a time, there was an event between, you know, an episode between two clubs that weren't even, you know, you know, it, it wasn't even a big deal. Like, guys got some words and there was, you know, a little scuffle and that was it. But because of that, the way the law enforcement responds to it and basically kind of, you know, puts those guys hosting those events in the crosshairs, that's their responsibility. So in order for them to throw that event, they have, you know, no colors, none of this. And so that's, you know. That's one reason. And then on top of it, the law enforcement response to those things. Like, they stake out these events and pull over bikers and, you know, harass them. So I think that that's probably it. It's just the way that the state responds to bikers here in general in California.
0: Would you guys say, like, that, especially, like, like Ken, coming from, like, San Diego and stuff like that, is, like – is like law enforcement the biggest deterrent to, to some of these things? I know you mentioned the, the you know the the dust ups or whatever, but like every major rally has also had its fair share of incidents that you can Google and see. Like in San Diego, like you know, is stuff like that, like law enforcement harassment, like just make it not even worth doing a huge event.
1: Uh it, it really depends on the area, right? So if you um there there's one bike night that's hosted by a ninety nine percent club. Um and it's and it's a pretty small club, but it's just in this neat little. It's in this. It's in a nice neighborhood, a, a more upscale neighborhood. Um, so it's it's ran by the sheriff's, and the sheriff's just they they fuck with anybody, right? So we try not to congregate in those areas. But you know, other places where they have like city cops, it's 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 hit and miss. It depends on you know if the dude had a chance to beat his wife and get his aggression out before the shift or, you know, um.
0: now are those are the, like the, the events, like the larger events, like the chopper fest and stuff like that. Are they responsible for paying for like, now I know they have to get their permits and stuff like that and go before like city boards and shit or whatever, but do they have to pay for security police anything like that? Cause I know there was like one where like, you know, they had to pay like cops overtime as part yeah. of their permit.
2: Yeah, they've yeah. got all that stuff involved. At least like Chopper Fest, you'll see they have their own private security. And then on top of it, you see a ton of officers um, undercover and uh, uniformed, you know, patrolling the crowds. And it just has this kind of, you know, oppressive, like, fucking dads watching, you know, and I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to chill, you know what I mean? And it just it makes it very tense. Um, and then, you know... Uh, it, it comes down to, like, you know, what's what's there, like, what's to draw the crowd. The David Mann stuff is cool because of all the bikes, you know, and the custom stuff you see. Um, but it's kind of limited. Other than that, it just turns into stall after stall to buy shit at.
0: Which I think, you know, even now, if you go like, <laughs> to, like, the rallies, like, it's it's just getting to the point where it's more and more, like... shit to buy. And like I said, if you go to a major rally and want to have a bad attitude and a bad time, that's what you're going to find. If you want to do like low key shit, like, um, I don't know anybody again, like, uh, the Tulane life guys or like, um, Jason's podcast and stuff like that. If if anybody's ever listened to his Sturgis recap, like that's how, that's how every event to me should be. If you're going to go to that kind of shit, but again, him and his boys, they find that they didn't go and like hang out with the bedazzled hell yeah bro dudes (laughs) and they fucking they went and did like their own thing and 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 did the ripping and the riding and stuff like that um like with california though like you know is it more you said is the attention span it's more like one day events like all right let's congregate here and then and then do a ride rather than this this rally that you camp at
2: yeah i think it's just the, the way the state is like uh you know there's a lot of liability. There's a lot of that stuff. Like, you, you don't get, to, you don't see all the cool, like, events that you saw back in the day. Like, they're not doing, like, you know, hot dog grabs with a girl on the back of your bike. You're not doing all this fun, you know, old school biker rally games. You know, it's just, you know, bikes, check them out. You can only do that for so much through the day. You can only buy so much stuff, you know, during the day. So, in the band, you know, they'll have band playing. Like, it, you can basically just cram what you're going to do into one, maybe two days. So it's like the closest, like big, like mainstream rally. Would that be
0: like Arizona, like Arizona Bike Week or Laughlin or something like that? Yeah,
2: yeah, and, and yeah, I don't go to Laughlin. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that was one of the questions that we had, which I thought would be a good one, especially for for you two guys. Was just you know why why does it seem like California doesn't have major rallies? And I don't. I, I like what you guys brought up, um, especially for me. Like. I, not a keyed into the California scene other than, than what you guys tell me, obviously. So to, to like, as an outsider looking in, I see a lot of cool shit that comes out of California, but it almost seems, and again, I'm kind of struggling for the right word, but like clicky, like, you know, you've got to be one of the, the chopper bros to, to go on the El Diablo run or something like that. And, and all well, that kind of stuff.
1: A lot of the, like out of the woods kind of shit is more like chopper dudes. Right, kind of, you know, like born Freeze out in the middle of this giant fucking field in the valley, um, like hippie killer. It's it's turned into more vendors than show, you know, because we used to have they used to have three flat tracks that they were running, and now you might be able to see one or two races if the guys even show up uh, on one track. More vendors than than show, and then like they they're making the participants carry outrageous fucking insurance and that's from the city so the that hippie killer can get the permit to be there but i think another thing that we we just kind of blew over that we don't even really think about is we don't have like riding seasons right so like in in the dakotas you know is it snows a shit ton there you know and i'm not gonna lie like if once it hits a certain temperature i fucking take my car man like <laughs> i ain't got nobody to impress Where in Southern California, we don't have to worry about that. You know, it rains for like three hours a year. So we're on our ship with our homies all the time. We don't have to have these special runs and these big get-togethers to make it special.
0: And I'm sure I'm going to, like, get this wrong or take some shit for it. But hopefully you get what I'm trying to to get at here. But I feel like, again, not giving an opinion on, on what I like and what I don't. But you take Daytona, Sturgis, Laconia, shit like that. You ride in you should ride, (laughs) you know? Um, and then like you camp, you do riding around the area, you check the shit out and then you ride home. I feel like, again, just from what I've seen as an outsider, it seems like in in some of the events you guys have on California, you know, they get together somewhere, they ride to another place, like maybe party a day or two there and then ride home. Like, it's almost like, it's like a combined, like, let's all get together, ride to a certain distance or a certain place and then party and then, and then go home versus riding, riding in centrally around like a campsite or something like that. And, and then going home. That
2: yeah, that's absolutely correct. That's the way it is. Like there's no, you know, I mean there's the occasional guys that do like, you know, host a, like a community rides or something like that. But like I said, it's a, it's a single ride. They don't do like a whole big event on it. And I think Ken's right about it because it's just, you don't need to cram it in into a certain amount of time frame. And make a whole big thing, and then also it is kind of it's California like everybody's too cool for you know whatever it gets real clicky and nobody's like you don't have the guys as much out here you know with the uh, the bedazzled jeans and the affliction shirt and going hey brother to everybody and like you know wanting to be super because those guys are usually super friendly and super social out here it's like a bunch of guys fucking mean mugging you know not talking to anybody standing next to their bike. Is that fun? Like, it doesn't seem like fun to me. Like, I don't want to wear bedazzled jeans, but I also don't want my tube
0: socks to, like, ride up to my balls where right? I don't want to talk to anybody either. <laughs> Where's the
2: in-between? Yeah. And then also, you know, for, you know, like, for me, I have a, a distinct perspective because, uh, you know, uh, of, uh, you know, my club. Like, you know, certain levels, you don't go to, like, other people's events. You know what I mean? You go to your own right. events. People show up to your event. You know, uh, it, it, there's a lot of kind of weird politics to the to the has, way the scene is.
0: Has politics ruined some of the run? Like, and I feel like, you know, I don't want to be one of those. Just, oh, everything ruins everything. No. But what I'm saying is, like, the consideration of politics hasn't made a difference on how you can uh, or has it affected, like, the kind of events that go on and shit like that.
2: For me, yeah. 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 I, can't yeah. Just, I can't just I can't just go to something like it's like, you know, that sounds cool to go do.
0: Yeah. What about like, like for you, Kent, like coming from, you know, a 99 club or whatever, and especially a place that has a lot of clubs, did the politics make it different on like, you know, whether, was it, was the focus on making sure that you did everything correct and showed equal amounts of respect or the proper respect, or was it on like going to the event and still having fun? Like how did you guys kind of see it?
1: Um, I mean, we definitely picked a side, um, you know, cause there's, I mean, fuck man, there's like seven 1% clubs in San Diego alone and you know you. and uh, and that's and that's probably and that's probably on the low end right um but we definitely picked a side and um uh, we stayed away from the other teams events and their support club events and like their known hangouts and shit but outside of that i think um you said it right man like if if you're going to find joy in something you're going to find joy in it but if you're if you're looking for the negative you're going to look for the negative i had a great time i didn't I went and I did what the fuck I wanted to do, where the fuck I wanted to do it with, with who the fuck I wanted to do it, you know? Um, yeah. You know, I just I just had a great time. I didn't... My uh, my tall socks, they stopped at my knees. They didn't go all the way up to my vault. <laughs> yeah.
2: Honestly, I wish there was more events like that where you could go, like, where it was, like, a big, you know, field where people did, like, a camp out and there was those old school, you know, biker games and stuff like that. Um, but it's just something that, I don't know, it's, you know... Maybe there are spots like this. Maybe some of the listeners out here know shit that we don't, you know. But I haven't seen it really. It's kind of a and,
0: I, and even if they, you know, I think if listeners write in and tell us about it, I think it's going to end up being kind of like you said. More, it's going to be clicky, and I don't mean that in a bad way. But I think all right. So club X, Y, and Z, you know, maybe you guys put on an event that's that's for you guys. Maybe it's club only or, or associates or whatever and shit like that. Or you know, maybe club, you know, a couple of clubs get together and do shit. I, I you know, I think. Or some friends just go riding, it, whatever the case may be. It's almost like the idea to like get together in this big group with this multiple intermingling shit has almost gotten to be too much of a hassle. Is that
2: accurate? Yeah. Well, it's the, the more the more people at a thing, and the more uh, variety of the people attending, the more likely there is for some sort of friction to occur, which then, in you know, attracts the attention of law enforcement. You know, it's just a it's just it's just easier to do your own thing. You know what
0: I mean? So is that our fault? Is is that our fault as bikers? Is that a positive? Is that a negative? Like, you know, like obviously if we look at history and like old pictures, shit like that, dudes were doing like multiple club runs to, you know, Tecate, Mexico. They were, you know, I know the, the fucking, um, the, um, um you know, whatever. I can't think of it right now, but other runs that, that still go on today, but they were like more multi-club shit back in the day and stuff like that. Is it, is it like our fault? Like, did we ruin shit? Is it just better the way it is
2: now? Well, there's always wow. a bit of the uh, the son pays for the sins of the father kind of thing. You know what I mean? So you know, deep.
0: so deep. I like
2: that. Yeah, yeah. There's always that. You know, because like once you have a you know once you have a reputation, whether it's earned or not, you know, law enforcement, you know, they get their funding off of this stuff. And once they're up your ass, they're up your ass forever, man. That's that's overtime for them. You know, oh, we got to assign you guys. These guys are having a rally in this area. That's overtime for those guys, you know what I mean? There's it's, And then sometimes we do, sometimes we do fuck up, you know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, guys, you know, we're not infallible. Bikers do occasionally get into, you know, trouble and, you know, fuck around and attract attention that shouldn't be attracted. But it gets blown up out of proportion, you know what I mean? So, yes and no, you know. It's an overreaction and occasionally, you know, we misbehave.
0: But, again, I feel like it's always been that way. But I think you're right. I think that at some point, either bikers or or cops or the the media or whoever decided, hey, man, we can make a buck on this, like promoting ourselves going after these guys publishing stories about it or whatever. And so now it was, it wasn't just that a and B got into a brawl and it was over with it or whatever. It was more major. I mean, yeah, you know what? We elevated it. We escalated it. We went from brawls to, to stabbings and guns. But if people want to act like that shit didn't happen in their favorite era, it fucking did. I mean, unless you're like, george hendy in making the first indian or maybe he didn't stab anybody i don't fucking know all right i'm guessing the owner of indian probably didn't stab anybody back in the day but that shit's been around for 70 80 years already like it, the people if it happens today it's not the first time it's ever fucking happened and it's no. going to happen again and it's no different than any other sect of society
2: yeah but it sells because it's dark i mean as an example with my club if you go and google us the first thing you see is something that happened over 20 years ago. And that's still the fucking, everybody looks that up and it's like, Oh yeah.
0: Our goal is to make you the first thing that people see the four for the road with tragic. One percent of that's going to be the first thing in Google. I don't know how uh, we're going to make it happen.
1: I want you to understand too tragic. The amount of restraint that I have demonstrated, not creating a Tragic's beard, 2024 shirt. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs>
2: I really thought he was about to be serious. I thought he was going someplace. Yeah, I did too for a second. I was like, oh, this is this is freaking me out. Where's he going? Like, <laughs> no, come on now.
1: Me being serious? Come on now.
2: Especially after I've been drinking. No. No, no. no. Yeah, well, he's drinking that moonshine like that Mac that that Black, that Black makes.
0: And I know yeah. that some clubs I know that some clubs do it, but you know, I don't not not an olive branch or whatever the fucking you know, I'm not talking any of this kumbaya shit. But even if it's just you and your hangarounds, you and your, and your bros and your supporters, whatever the case may be, you know, rather than worrying about, and especially if you're, if you're not a 1% club, instead of like, oh man, we got to go and kiss the ring at this house or whatever, obviously you have to do that. But also make time, look at, you know, open up a calendar if you need to, an actual physical fucking calendar and be like, hey man, let's make sure we keep this date open for like just a good old fashioned run somewhere something like that and and i know guys are like we do that we do that we do that man like i'm talking like old school like you know go for a couple days and i know all family commitments other shit like that gotta pay the clubhouse bills and shit like that but i really think like clubs could take it back or bring it back and they could you know okay so no colors are allowed at at all these events and you know if you go to daytona or 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 sturgis and colors you get harassed and shit like that we know that but could we as clubs build something different for ourselves
2: well, I think it doesn't need to be clubs. Like, example, there's a um, run that's done here in the, in my local area. They do a Pismo Beach run every year. It's an annual thing. And they, they have, like, well over, probably over 100 riders every year attend. And it's not clubs. It's a bunch of independent riders, or it might be guys that are, you know, in, in smaller clubs, and they do their thing. And they ride up to Pismo from the area I'm at, you know, and they have a, you know, a day up there, and then they ride back, you know, and it's been pretty successful. Um, I think sometimes – those events it's just better maybe without clubs so that because whether you know to to you guys you know me and to guys that you know that personally know me they know I'm not some monster but some stranger sees my patch and they're immediately nervous and they're very scared and they're uptight and they're not going to have as good of a time so you know let them have that like that's their thing I'll go to my events with you know my brothers it doesn't necessarily need to be co-mingled
0: That's a good point. I like that. It's a
2: good point. Our events are funner, but,
0: you know, (laughs) there's there's always that, that possibility that, that when clubs major clubs show up, like you suddenly go from being worried about, you know, having a good time and how you're going to get drunk to, you know, can I talk to this dude? Can I impress, can I impress this guy? Can I get a a number so I can come to clubhouses or, or come to parties and shit like that? and, And and I guess if you're that kind of dude, like I don't know what to tell you, but I I feel like that kind of ruins it not only for the other people that are just there to have a good time, but I'm uh, probably the club dudes as well. Like you don't, you know, it's you want to be nice to the public and shit like that, and that's obviously how your club grows. But it's a fucking pain in the ass sometimes too.
2: Yeah, let's relax and have fun. Like look at sometimes in the inbox, how many times do we get guys in the inbox who write in and go, hey, how do I approach you know this one percent club? Like how do how do I? And they are really like nervous and scared and they want to do it right and they want to follow protocol and respect but they're so hung up on like these little minor details and so stiff about it that it's real simple just go up and say hey man how's it going i'm such and such handshake and go about your day there's no you know you're not talking to the fucking boogeyman and that's that that hang up that some guys have with it and they get so focused on trying to adhere to this protocol respect whatever they forget to just relax and have fun. I think.
1: You know, yeah, man. I think I think a big hang-up with that is like, you know, it's no secret you're a one percenter. You breathe the same air that I breathe, and you bleed red just like I do. You know, you ju- the- literally the difference here, besides you know, you're eight foot eleven, and I'm not. Is <laughs> you put into work to earn your your brotherhood, your symbol, your flag? I have it. That's that's the only difference.
2: You know what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're a man first no matter what across the board. But like I said, some guys get just hung up on that. You guys overthink it. You see Professor Blade on a lot of posts all the time when guys will sit there and, and make comments and they go, but what about this? And what about that? On his thing, he's like, you're overthinking it. You're, yeah. you're just overthinking it. You're going way too far. Just live in that moment and do what you're supposed to do in that situation, which is an introduction and go about your time and have a good time.
0: And, and and don't let it ruin your good time like you you know if you get that worked up about it like you're just there to like introduce yourself at worst the worst thing if you introduce yourself and nothing else the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to get a cold shoulder yeah. if yeah. you if you haven't been an asshole already or you're not known as an asshole if you go up and say hi to somebody they're not going to punch you in the face for no reason like that's yeah. a hollywood thing okay if you're just a normal dude off the street and you want to introduce yourself to somebody the worst thing that can happen to you is if they give you the cold shoulder.
2: Yeah, yeah. the only people that should be ever worried and nervous are assholes. If you're just yeah. fucking walking around and getting sloppy drunk and hitting on people with, you know, uh, hitting on women who have PO patches on and fucking ranting and raving and being a fucking lunatic, like, well, yeah, then you, maybe you should be concerned. But ironically, that's the guy who's the least concerned because he's acting like a fucking animal. <laughs> like
1: yeah, man, we have a saying in the Navy for that shit, man. Just don't nuke it. I know Dave remembers that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I keep waiting because Ken keeps looking like he has something to say, and then he doesn't say it. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. same thing. I'm I'm like, oh, I'm going to shut up so that Ken can talk. And then all of a sudden you'll look to, like, you know, my left or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Say whatever you got to say.
2: Yeah. Also, I want to know what he keeps looking at because he's in his bedroom. Is there someone, like, sitting there hovering over your shoulder? What do you keep looking over at?
1: Somebody may be masturbating in front of me. Ooh. That's not true. It's not happening. What's his
2: name? <laughs> it's a blow-up doll that I named Dave. Yeah.
0: Well, at least <laughs> it has a good name. Yeah.
2: Do you have any other questions that came in through the uh, Instagram? Yeah,
0: well, uh, another good one was, when is Ken going to um, Prospect? All
1: right. So I'll just answer Mac directly, because that's who it came from. <laughs> when the time's right, motherfucker.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: and I, for people that don't know, Mac is obviously just giving him shit and stuff like that. It's a fun question to uh, to bust his balls about and stuff like that. But I think it's hard, dude. I mean, I never prospected, um, and I wasn't really. I knew a few dudes, but I wasn't really in the scene. I had a craft rocket when I was in the service for for most of the time. Like, you know, I can't imagine like looking at clubs now and trying to find a home and balance that with my military career. So military guys that do in a legitimate club. Like my hats off to you, dude, because that's got to be some fucking stressful shit. Like, I I don't know that I could have done it. I probably would have waited till I till I got out. And if you're somebody like punk rock, making, you know, a career out of it, so you can retire and get these great benefits, uh, that probably adds even even more stress to it. And and it shouldn't be a stressful thing. Like you're finding your home, but unfortunately, you know, it is what it is. Like you can definitely lose that because of the club that that you choose, no matter how how much you love that club.
1: Yeah, um, it's. It it really is, man. Um I think the worst part about it is uh you know, obviously, obviously, you know, like you two know the club that I'm that I'm really interested in that I wanna earn my way into. Um and I have a lot of people who I consider really good friends in that club. Um but it's it's really just kind of getting my shit together first, you know. Um had a lot of life event stuff happen recently and just trying to Recover from that and to make sure that my life's in order, that my house is in order. So if I am afforded the opportunity to prospect, that's not something that I have to worry about. You know, so it's, it's being a good noodle and making sure that the timing's right, that, that sucks the worst about it.
2: But I thought Iron Order only just charges you a fee for the patch. Wow,
1: bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're a fucking douchebag. Yeah, that was a good one, though. <laughs> so. That was a good one. So I won't,
0: I won't give away like like incriminating details or anything like that, but we had somebody um, that shared with us, they were screwing around um, with the Iron Orders, um, with those guys, like trying to to like get, I don't know, like, get a video to blast them on or, or whatever the case may be, just make them look look stupid um, in certain ways. And that's all I'm going to say. But one of the, the conversations that they were having was literally like, why would I, and he, and he took a screenshot of their website and was like, why would I prospect if I can just order a chapter right here on your website, <laughs> and he held it up, and I was like, "What do you even? How do you even come back to that?" Like, no, dude, it says it right here. I can just start a charter. It says right there, check the box. And yeah. he's like, "On the website, there's like six, and people will probably go check this out. Now. There's like six boxes you can check, and and I encourage all of our followers to go and start their own chapter. Like, don't actually wear it or do anything with it. Just get like your own little certificate that you have your own
1: <laughs> chapter. How, how much does it cost? Imagine I don't, I don't know. Could you imagine oh, this, the pure arrogance that would come out of that Dude, we have 83,000 chapters in America alone, bro. <laughs> well, you know, that's
2: when it's that's when it's quantity not quality.
1: Well, I mean it's all quantity not
2: quality.
0: Yeah. Could you imagine like people like just with their like single flyer chapters just like yeah, yeah, want right here, paid for it. I paid for my <laughs> own That way, shit was crazy. Like, I don't even know what that guy said in response to that. Like, how he defended his club, but he's like, "No, why would I prospect right here? He's, I can just start with chapter." <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. How do you? Yeah, what's the argument on that? You just don't respond. You just have to ghost the guy. Like, fuck yeah. him
0: down. Oh man.
2: Uh, but yeah, but you know, I think you're right. Though, how to start his own charter, so
1: yeah. he, you know, he can have other people prospect for him and like grab him beers and fuck their
2: wives and shit. Um, but back to what you were saying though, uh, punk rock, I I think that you're doing it right because anything worth doing, you know, they say, you know, uh, is doing it the right way, rushing it. There's no point. Like there's a lot of guys that join clubs nowadays that are older. We've talked about it before. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to join a club when you're 20. There's guys joining clubs when they're in thirties, forties, whatever. By the time you're retired, you know, you can focus one. You'll still have to go find a whole new career. Uh, because you'll be done with the military and you'll have a little bit more freedom but by then you can invest more into that club. You know what I mean? It's, you can get more of your full and divided attention and you don't have to worry about the consequences of being associated with anything and, and losing your benefits. Yeah. Guys ask me all the time, like how can I start Blah, blah and They're in the military? And I tell them don't absolutely don't. If you're going to do this, like do not, you'll get fucking kicked out. You'll lose all your benefits. It's a nightmare.
1: Yeah, and, and it sucks, like, even if you, like, if you have a super intrusive and also douchey chain of command, which 98% of the CBs do, um, even just being associated with the club, like, if, if I was stationed up in Huanimi, and somebody saw, like, you and me just ride down to Neptune's Net together, go have a drink, have a, have a fucking burger, and then dip out, I'd get called in the office Monday morning. and So what the fuck you doing hanging out with these
2: guys? Yep. One picture would ruin all your, your all your hard work. Well,
0: um, yeah. and you think about like like a guy like myself too. Like if I was seventeen, eighteen years old, and I was going to join the and I was going to join the military again, coming from where I come from, my 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 area, there's you know there's like you know very few major teams. You know, it's like one major team, whatever. And, and there's not really a whole lot of large like you know. Um, coast to coast clubs and shit like that found here. Right. It's kind of a smaller community. It's more, it's more tight knit shit like that. Uh, so if I was to the military and get stationed on another coast, it's completely foreign to me as an 18, 19 year old kid, but I was into motorcycles and all this stuff. And I started hanging around with clubs. I'm going to be a complete outsider. Like I didn't have a chance in my home state or, or wherever to, to maybe meet some of the other guys and stuff like this. So it's my first duty station. So, you know, I haven't been in the bike scene or anything like that. So you got to like start that hang around process from scratch. Like, you come in with, like, zero background, and you're building it all up. So that takes – that should, anyway, take a long time. So by the time you're done establishing that credential with them and the the on process and stuff like that, the unofficial and the official, you know, if you're a single dude, it's time for you to transfer. Like, you're only there for for two years, and if you had a deployment, if you're on a ship or if you're in the Army or Marines or whatever, you know, maybe you're gone for six or 12 months of that. So you had, you know, maybe 12 to 18 months to like get to know these people. And now you're transferring. Like, how do you prospect for that? Like, okay, well, I'm going to introduce you to so-and-so when you get to your next command. Okay, great. Now you have a network. But is so-and-so going to want to prospect you the minute you get there? I think a lot of good clubs are big. Now nah, we'll, we'll see what it's all about. Like, I appreciate you giving me your word, but we'll check them out. And so now, you know, you're there for another two years. Are you starting that prospect period there? So maybe your prospect period is six months, a year, whatever it takes you to, to earn it, especially if you're gone again on deployments. Now, all of a sudden, your two years are up. Maybe you get a year extension, three years, whatever, and you're leaving again. So, like, you just made a full patch or you're still a prospect and you've got to transfer in because the military wants you to. Like, that's a lot of shit for guys.
2: Yeah. yeah. There's also the weird thing, too, is that, you know, when you're getting into a club, you're getting into it f- for those men. Those dudes, those are the guys you want to be around, right? So, you know, with a larger club, you do have the benefit of being able to, You know, if you do get stationed somewhere else and there's a chapter close by and jumping chapters, you know, whatever, and having it, you know, a home wherever you go. But out here, I've seen uh, military guys and all of a sudden it's just one dude rocking a patch I've never seen in my life. I'm like, who the fuck is this? And they'll come up and they'll be like, hey, I'm just stationed here for whatever time, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but it's just you. Yeah. Well, then why are you out one flying a patch that nobody knows? Why are you rocking a club that you don't have anybody in there? Like, what's the point if you're not going to invest in the relationship of being around those dudes? Unless you just like the way that it it looks cool to wear that patch. If that's what you're doing. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, if you can't commit to being with those men, what's the point?
0: And I don't want to. And I obviously don't want to turn this into like a military bash or whatever. <laughs> We're supposed to be psychoanalyzing Punk Rock's next move and decision, but no, that's, I think that's a fucking phenomenal point you just brought up.
2: Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that he's not going to tell the uh, on the air, you know, his decision. No, but I love. I wish that people could
0: be privy to some of the shit that Matt gives him about clubs and stuff like that. I mean, it's all in good natured fun, but in the like in the group chat, it's pretty hilarious.
2: Yeah. Mac He's a, a savage. <laughs> He's a fucking
1: savage. I, was like, I mean, no disrespect to anybody else on the staff, but when we get in that like that shit talking mood, the banter, I look forward to getting roasted by you two and Mac the most because that shit is just next fucking level. It's it, it's amazing.
0: I hate getting roasted by No Shame because I don't understand the words that he uses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right, you gotta like like you see his shit pop up, you got your thesaurus open real quick. <laughs> like, all right, what the fuck?
0: He insults us with words I haven't that haven't been used since seventeen thirty-nine.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, <some laughs> people rat- it yeah. and he he waits like a conversation will be like you know, thirty minutes long and then all of a sudden boom, he just slides in one comment and nobody knows what it means, and it was a fucking nuclear bomb of a fucking burn on everybody that's already been speaking. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's the bomb in the mothership and Independence Day. Like, he launches that shit, he walks away, he goes back about his fucking life, and then we figure out what it means, and everybody's just devastated.
2: He's also one of the few writers who actually roasts me occasionally. Like, usually people don't, you know, not because, you know, whatever, but usually I don't leave myself open, and fucking no shame will fucking slide shit in there. I'm like, God damn, he fucking got me with that one. So I just... I, just so, know. Hey, yeah, you know
0: what? I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going use the I was giving this guy I don't want to be I'm not trying to be mean to him like he could be a really nice dude but I thought maybe he was screwing with us with this question but I'm gonna give it to you guys anyway um, and I feel like people get a laugh out of this and hopefully that was the intent uh, in modern one percent of life is crime still common?:
2: <laughs> Well I'll try <laughs> I. Mean, <laughs> It depends. Are you considering the multi-million-dollar uh, meth deal that I got to go do after this podcast? <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, mean, I guess so, but you know, no, yeah, dude. I want to say he was. Say yeah.
0: I want to say that was supposed to be funny, but
2: yeah, we've gone over it before. One percenter doesn't mean criminal, um, and that's that. You know, it, it's you know, is it prevalent? And I could get where back in the old days, you know, with the way we have talked about it, you know, if you were a biker back then. You couldn't hold down a job. You know what I mean? The, your only uh, option was maybe, you know, some less than uh, scrupulous, you know, options. Um, but that's not how it is anymore. So there you go. <laughs> I, feel
0: like I feel like when you get questions like that, they never want to know, like, are you about to go commit a major drug deal? You know, it's always like, who are we stabbing? That's what yeah. they want like just say it. Like I don't really care if like you know if you're stealing bikes, you're selling drugs. I don't want to know about that. Who we stabbing? That's the dirt yeah. I want to know. About. That's yeah. the
2: dirt they, they want. They always want to know like the violent stuff, and they always bring up like I told, like I said earlier. You know, if you go Google my club, there's a, a, a an infamous incident, and people always want to talk about that. And I'm like, bro, fucking, I was you know a teenager during that time frame. Like, you know, it, they want to talk about that stuff, and they want to get the you know. uh the cheese may, or for our white listeners, the, uh, the gossip on, you know, that kind of stuff. It's yeah. You know,
1: I love how you are a white boy and you just said, Oh, but for the white
2: listeners. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm down on the inside. So, um, (laughs) yeah. Um, but you know, same thing with that. Like the listeners know I'm a nurse. I, I hold a job down, a regular, like a really fucking real regular, uh, I don't want to say like respected job or whatever, cause it's whatever, but it's a normal fucking job. You have to have a job in order to live a 1% of lifestyle. We've talked about the expenses of living in the club life. Um, if it was as prevalent as everybody, you know, still thinks in, in glorifies, then, you know, how would I keep the job that I have?
0: So, and, and I think another part too, is if you're outside of the life looking in, um, and maybe this is more common with like, if you're talking to a girl or something like that, that you want to, bring around or date or, or get serious with or whatever you know they assume that every biker party is just like these like this drug orgy going on everywhere and you know what some clubs some chapters whatever they absolutely do get attractive women but most biker parties that you go to you're like oh you walk in you're like oh so i'll be gay now Fat yeah.
2: <laughs> <push that> bitches <laughs>
1: It's
0: like if you go to a biker party thinking that you are about to fucking meet a ten smoke show and and meet the love of your life, like if there's a ten smoke show, she's already property, she's already taken, um, yeah. and you're gonna be yeah. disappointed. <laughs> like the, yeah. there's not this bevy of single women for most most parties that that an outsider might be thinking there is. Like every Friday night is not just a lineup of of the, the A team strippers because they're working. Okay, they don't have time to come hang out with a degenerate like us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so if you, yeah to, if you go, go
1: in there. The you're definitely park. going to see a bunch of chicks that kick Dave out of their bed and make him oh. run Norfolk or. Oh, Cr- that's
2: right that big uh, the bison that kicked him out
0: when he was drunk. So we got a we got a message from somebody that said he thought he knew her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, Dude, picture picture, it's not true.
2: Yeah, because
0: yeah. yeah. I feel like when you describe like a local, like a right, like, so that's somebody that frequents that bar like as a regular is that large and it's that common of like, it's that popular of a bar in that area that most people know, I feel like, Oh yeah, I know. Like, like, yeah, you probably, you know, you probably know her.
2: Yeah. When I, you know, when I first started doing the club thing, um, my wife, you know, was a little, you know, kind of sketched out a little bit about it, you know, and she'd be like, well, what kind of girls are at, you know, these events. And I was like, look, you have nothing to worry about. (laughs) There's a bunch of rhinos here and all the pretty girls are already with brothers. Like that's, you know, Nobody's taking stand exactly. of the beach. You know what Everybody, I mean?
0: That's like I said earlier. Like, if you see a smoke show, she's already property. Leave it alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. At max, ask her to point you in the direction of the bathroom, and that's it. Yeah. yeah.
2: And look yeah. At, that, or just, you know, drink enough till your you know, standards are low. <laughs> then, Hold your coaster up.
0: No, I'm not doing it. Turn it.
2: What, what is that? What is that right there? This one? Looks like an eight. That's an Iron Order eight. It looks like an Iron Order eight. It's a Rebel eight. What what do you mean Rebel eight? Is that like an
0: Iron Order chapter? They always have something Rebel like hardcore eight. like. You're that. a
2: fucking maggot. No.
0: It's a clothing company. Rebel eight. You've never heard of it? Is it owned by Iron Order?
1: Yeah, it must I be. I'm going to burn <laughs> half my teeth. Fuck you guys.
0: <laughs> Even tragic like that looks like an Iron Order eight. Don't edit this out either. I want this. I'm going to listen. This better be a guy. <laughs> Is he <laughs> feeling? Are <Is he> you <laughs> feeling off? it off right now? Oh yeah. <laughs> can you at least screenshot it so we can post it for the listeners yeah. to judge? Yeah,
2: no. So back, you're gonna have to go back and screenshot that and make a, a, a meme out of it.
1: You guys are hoes, man.
2: I've I've never in my life been more disappointed that we don't record
0: video. Like we don't post video until right now.
2: Well that's that's been your uh you know
0: I'm suddenly rethinking my stance. Yeah.
2: I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Uh, that's what you get for sitting there sipping that stripper juice like you're fucking my size. Dude, I saw it come over the screen and I was like, wait a minute. Let me see that eight. Dude, I've I've gotten some of that moonshine from Mac Whack, which is fucking the tits. That shit's bomb. Dude, I use knew- the stuff that he just made, he it, i don't know how he makes it glitter, but it basically looks like the fucking T one thousand in a fucking moonshine jar, uh all shiny and silver moving around. I-
0: Like uh, punk rock our our mechanic so we just got a question um like just now do you think harley made a mistake by going back to clutch cables
1: i personally don't i like them better than the hydraulic shit but it's also just because i don't really i don't understand hydraulic mechanics as well as just regular mechanical mechanics
0: oh shit um so that came from from a listener but um, and I don't want to cut off any more about his question, but, um, our boys, um, self drama self-made, uh, they had, um, we should have an episode of tech talk or shop talk and get a bunch of different shops on and just let them like talk about like, We could maybe facilitate some, some ideas and just let those fucking brainiacs go at it, dude. Like just talk shop and shit like that, like a more tech savvy kind of episode. I think that would actually would be a good idea. So, um, yeah. self-made performance and say it for me, can't say it right.
2: Escondido. There you go. You know what we should do is we should send in my bike, and then they can all sit there and brainstorm on the best way to fix it up, and whoever does the best job, they win the conversation.
0: Yeah, I think that drama has a good – I think we should look into that. Maybe um, coming up, maybe take a month or something to put it together. We Obviously, we move kind of slow, but see maybe what shops would be up for coming on, like um, some type of structured podcast,
2: see if we can't get, like, I don't know, what, two, three shops to – Talk? we've had some big names we've had um v-twin visionary uh jeff g holt right yeah we've had uh drama uh and then we've also had jace dude if we could get
0: drama and jace on an episode i feel like that would be would be a good episode if you, you know got those
1: really to, to sit do, there though? and
2: talk tech yeah
1: Especially, I, really, and, I really want to get this like a setup though like i want to get this like super douchey fucking like skinny lumberjack chopper dude and then get like Jeff G Holt and drama in, and then just so like we have the, like, like oh no, man, if it's not like thirty eight or older, that it's not a real bike. Like get you one mean, of those. Oh, guys. a, a
2: hipster that are buying up all the shovel heads. Yeah, Thanks, you yeah. guys. But um, I mean, think like, like get get,
1: get one have- one of those the fucking super tech savvy dudes in here that are like, nah, dude, horsepower or bus, suck my dick. Like that'd be great. And I mean,
0: we're you know what seven eight thousand followers on Facebook, seventeen hundred on on Instagram. How many ever people listen to the podcast and shit like that? But you know, like a chance for these guys to like have some free advertising, talk about tech, whatever. I mean, we could even like you know run some
2: questions or something like that beforehand. Yeah. Like, have people well, do, you like can that. do a poll of like what questions would you ask? You know, you know the uh, whatever, and they could sit there and discuss over it, like. But well, and, and taking nothing
0: away from like you know like like. Jace or something like that, but you've got somebody like Drama who's doing like performance builds and stuff like that, which obviously Jace is showing you know, that he does that stuff too, but I really love his, his paint work and stuff like that and the art side of it that he does too, so it gives something like, you know, you have the shop and the tech, you have a, a an accomplished painter
2: who's like a phenomenal painter talking about bike paints
0: and stuff like that too. I think it'd be a good show.
2: You know who I would love to get on that one would be the guys from uh, Big Bear Choppers. Because their uh, shit is fucking...
0: Dude, especially with his English accent, like it just rocks me to sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: There's a I don't know if anybody's ever seen it. I think it was this year or last year when they went out to Sturgis and like he was trying to be nice to some douche and like affliction bagger. Yeah, and the guy was being a douche to him, and he just kept and he like just kept trying to engage him in conversation like, and like being nice to him. And the guy like drove off on his big wheel. He's like, oh fuck me then.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was that video was hilarious too. Because one, the guy was on a pretty douchey looking fucking big wheel bagger, and I'm pretty sure I saw rhinestones on his jeans.
0: Oh yeah, dude, he was all stereotyped out like rhinestone, flat pocket jeans, American fighter t shirt. Like,
1: oh, we know what club he supports. Yeah,
0: is it that Iron Order Eight? <laughs>
2: Are they going to be mad at you when you start prospecting and they listen to this episode? <laughs> hey, if you do if you do prospect
0: for them, can you ask them a question for me? Why do they always have chapters with, like, the most hardcore nicknames? Yeah. It's always, like, you know, like, wherever they're at, they're like, it's the Cut-A-Bitch crew or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some fucking some other gay shit like that. Chainsaw Massacre crew. Fucking,
1: yeah. <laughs> <It's> the Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre crew. Looks it's like an hard as fuck with that Ohio <laughs>
2: rocker. Uh.
1: Yeah, you look pretty hard in that Ohio rocker.
0: Yeah, um, dude, but what you didn't know about that Ohio rocker was he was also part of, like, the Uzi crew or fucking yeah. whatever the fuck. You know they call themselves. Yeah. Oh, man, those fucking guys. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so I believe that's all we got for, for tonight. We'll try and get the suggestion put together for the Shop Talk video. Maybe see if we can not get, like, a, a guest that people know and shit like that for our 50th uh, episode and, and go from there.
2: I think if you put out some questions, you know, about what kind of tech talk that people want to hear about, because, you know, or, or even like debate, like, uh, age old debate kind of shit, like Indian, yeah. versus Hawaii, shit like that, you know, whatever.
1: Oh, that yeah, was already solved, man. But
2: and for, especially yeah. if like, like, you know, I know
0: Ken, Ken's a good mechanic and stuff like that. Like he's a whiz, but for somebody like myself, who's like, you know, I'm like a, oil change and that's about it like I don't I, I'm still fascinated by that stuff and those dudes that can do it like, like it's nothing like I'm always in awe of the skills that they have so yeah, I'd definitely be interested in that episode
1: yeah. see it's not I'll, I'll tell you man and I, and I told Tragic this too it's not about having the knowledge and the skill it's just about having the balls to take a bolt out you'll figure it out man <laughs> Doug nah
0: man. It's 2020 alright I'm not going down that road
2: <laughs> Yeah, I don't got the time for that shit I don't have any tools people are like Oh, you're in that club. You must know a lot about mechanics and bikes. Fuck no, I don't know. I mean, I know the basic premise of how shit works. I know how to ride it. Jesus, are you out, okay? <laughs> yeah, man, I just almost died on a fucking burp, and I didn't want to do it on there. Um,
1: like, so, like <laughs> you got progressively more red, and then your big ass cheeks are making your eyes all fucking sideways yeah. shit. Like you look like Genghis Khan in the, in the flesh, dude. It was great.
2: Oh man. Um, but yeah, I don't know shit about doing mechanics and people will be like, how are you going to be, you know, in a 1% club and don't know shit about mechanics? Uh, because I'm busy fucking working a regular job. I don't got time for that shit. I take it to the fucking dealership. They work on it.
1: Yeah. Right. But, but like, the- I know when it's broken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> too soon, bro. Too soon. Too so
0: anyway, and then soon, maybe we'll talk about, uh, we talk to drama about, uh, we talked to drama about sponsoring the show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you're gonna have to pronounce the city name right at least once.
0: No, that's what I got you for. Escanito. Come on, man,
1: just say it. Just say it one time.
0: Eskimo. <laughs> es- Wait, S. Es- S. Es- es- Can or S. Es- Ken? S. Es- oh, es- Can. It from- Wait, Escan. Can. What, what did I uh, originally? I think
1: I said like S. Candido or something like that. No, he was saying like like Escancito or something like that. Yeah, what's that movie
0: like way back in the day with Brennan um man? Yeah. yeah. Ken might be too young for that movie. You remember that movie, Encino Man? Yeah. Ah, oh, you do? Yeah. Huh. maybe that's what I was thinking. I was going to tell me from Encino Man, California. I don't fucking yeah. know.
2: I grew, I grew up with VHS tapes, bro. Look, it's <laughs> California. You just leave some consonants out of it, and that's how you pronounce it. Right. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, I think that we'll try and put that shop talk together, um, figure out something for the 50th. We'll probably do a shit episode for the
2: 49th. We're going to have to find uh, Jim wherever he's disappeared to and uh, get him on.
0: Yeah, and have him get Jim back on. So, is that all we got?
2: I don't know you how think long it's so, a... I'm just, maybe we know what I'm doing. So,
1: drinking, yeah. out of,
2: drinking out of your Iron Order cup.
1: Yeah, <laughs> out of my Iron Order cup, you fucking cocksucker.
2: <laughs> He's going to go cancel this patch order after this. Fucking... <laughs> Why would I prospect? I can just open up a chapter. Ugh.
1: Jacksonville. <laughs> Hey, man, I'm going to be the most legit Iron Order charter owner, president, CEO ever. Hey, you if, you, if, anybody,
0: if anybody that does listen to this decides to go on the website and do that, dude, please send us screenshots, all right? I can assume it's – it's it. Don't send the money.
2: Fuck those guys. Don't send them
0: no, money. No, don't send them money, but <laughs> – Send them the email.
1: Like, yeah, bro, I want to start my own charter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get Wait the, the conversation going and let us see the conversation.
2: That's yeah. what we want. Hey, well, according to Iron Throttle, they've uh, fixed their ways. So, oh, you know. that, that clown. I said Iron Throttle, right? Same Zing. thing. Zing!
1: Oh, I didn't even
2: catch that. See, yeah.
1: it was was that like a was that like an unintended pun? Yeah,
2: yeah. See, look at you, man. What you guys said,
1: you know, <laughs> oh, I mean, you're like eighteen feet tall, so everything's over our heads compared to you, bro. Hey, um, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. I'm, uh, probably gonna fuck this one up too because I'm a little high right now, but that's all right. Thanks, Mac. I appreciate you. And then we, we appreciate you as the listeners for your love and support.